Korongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Ko te reo o taringa tēnei e te iwi e whakapāho atu nei, e mihi atu nei, e pōwhiri atu nei. Nau mai hoki mai anei ki te punua pāho o taringa. E mihi nei ki a koutou tēnā koutou e whakapāho atu nei hoki i te. Piki taone, piki auahi o Te Awamutu. Te Awamutu me te northern suburb of Te Awamutu ko Kirikiriroa. Ai. Well, you know, I want you know, I want to have a warning about this because I don't think even if I was in Wellington, I would say we're still coming from Tawamutu because at the end of the day, it's Mokina that puts it online. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, like next week, I'm going to be recording from Wellington, but I'm not going to say um, you know what I mean. I just think yes. it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Engari, me mihi kia kiri kiri roa. Erica's sensitive, you know, she doesn't want to feel left out. <laughs> exactly. I want to <laughs> feel like Kirikiriro's included. Ka pai. Aroha mai, aroha atu. <laughs> and i runga i tērai te tuahine sending all our love. Kia koe te pua heiri. Tēnā koe. Yeah. Yep. Engaro nei, engaro nei, hoi anō, he take engaro nei. Nō reira, e mihi ana. He take tino exciting tōna. Ai. Tāna. Oh, actually, oh, your, tōna, your tōna might be right there. We'll have a warning about that in a kupu kupu kupu, eh? Yeah, okay. Those ones always get me, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, he runga yaku mihi, I do want to put up front. Hey, kore o ti matanga hoki i tēnei wāhanga, uh, ko taringa tēnei ai, i raro i ngā manākitanga, kei raro i ngā manākitanga te wānonga o te roa. Mm-hmm. See, now you may listen and not know that te wānonga o te roa looks after this taonga. And, yeah. you know, myself, Erica, te puaheiri, mokina in the back, you don't see, but he does tons and tons of mahi. And we've got a whole lot of other ringa ringa wai wai, mm-hmm. like Joe and others and Rangi Marie, Bridget, that look after taringa. Ne? Mm-hmm. So we are we are the voices of taringa. Uh, engari, me kore ake koutou. Engari, ringa ringa, enga wai wai o taringa otira. Josh, koutou nga poutou toko i roto i nga tau. And also... Te māngai pāho, uh, tēnā koutou e tautoko mai nei me irirangi te motu, New Zealand on ear. Tēnā koutou. Gather up close, everybody. This kōrero reminds me of that whakatauki, te amorangi ki mua, te hā pai o ki muri. Ai, pai tēnā. We're like those ones at the front and they're at the back keeping it all going. Yeah, they're carrying food because that's what that whakatauki really means. Ah, but well, anyway. Yeah, no, but it's cool because it's that's the evolution of some of our whakatauki, how we've hmm, maybe repurposed them to fit into some of today's contexts. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's one of them. Cool. Cool. Hoi no, kia koua tāua e kōrero kuri noi ho, ne? Ah, I see what you've done there. Ah, we're done. Let's hurry kite. Kiwaha. 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 So, haha. Ha, tato ki waha. Hea ki so e te iwi I said to Erica, you know, kia kaua tāua e kōrero kuri noiho. Kind of like, stop jabbering, or let's, let's not just jabber yeah. about things that are meaningless. Yep, have a meaningless conversation, 
So that's the kuri ko te wahanga ki waha o tēnei ko te, ko te kupu kuri nei. And Erica's a dog lover, so am I. It's nothing against dogs. <laughs> it's just that I suppose, and Mokina suggested we have a little wānanga about this, um, you know, sometimes a kuri can do things that, according to us as humans, because we don't know what a dog is thinking. Yeah. Hoia no, ki te tirohanga Māori space dogs do things without any reason, so that's why this is, this is a kiwaha. So that's what it means. Yeah. To do something without any good reason, without any good grounds to say that, yeah. to perform something. Yeah, like, um, kaua koe haere ki reira mahi kuri noiho. Mahi kuri noiho ai. Don't go over there just to be in the way. Could be. Muck around. Yeah, muck around. Here's another one. Ah. Oh, me mitu tō tangi kuri noiho. Stop crying about nothing. Yep. What about in a situation where, you know, sometimes at hui, people might be doing like really good kōrero and talking about really important kōpapa, but there's sometimes somebody that just gets up for the sake of just talking. Yes. And there's no point. Yeah, that's it. No point. So pointless. Take kore. So th- could you use that kuri in that type of context. Mm-hmm. So, kaua e tu kwe ki te kōrero kuri, or no, doesn't sound right. <laughs> Ai, maku koe āwhina, kaua e tu kuri noiho. Ah, oh, okay, yep. Kaua e tu kuri noiho. Ka pai. Hea no tetei. Oh, well, there's another side to this kiwaha too. E tehi wā, it means to pretend. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You know, so like, oh, perhaps kakite tetehi tangata that I really don't, you know, um, think much of. Yeah. And, you know, I say, oh, you know, you say, oh, or, or it could be you, right, Erica, I see you talking to somebody that I know that you really don't like, but, you know, for the I'm sake. putting on the face. Yeah, putting on the face, yeah. Yeah, i mihi, and I say, oh, i mihi. I mihi koe ki ai, and you could say, oh, yeah, i mihi kuri noiho. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's a different, that's a little distinction when using the kuri. So sometimes it could mean that you're pretending. Yeah. Like, oh, someone tells, you know, etahi wā ka kōrero paki tetehi ne, someone tells a joke. And then the person that doesn't get the joke, ka katakuri. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like they don't even know what they're laughing. They're just pretending to laugh. Laughing because everyone else is laughing. Or? Yeah. So that, he whakataruna tērā. He whakataruna, pretending. Ah, whakataruna, pretending. Ka pai e te iwi, nō rena, koera te kiwaha, ko te kuri, kaua e haere kuri noiho. He mihi kuri noiho. Riri kuri noiho. Angry at nothing. Yep, angry for no reason. Ka pai. And that's one that, you know, tātou katoa e te iwi, we need to check. Just to use a, um example. There's a lot of very kuri itepukamata on social media. People can just get so worked up about things for yep. the sake of getting worked up. Yeah. Hoiano. Hoiano. Kotene wahanga kote patapatai. Ooh. And you know, we do get lots of patai. Mm-hmm. And, and we pick some out that we believe that we can give some good time to irotoite wahanga. Yeah. This first one comes from Kaya. Kia ora, Kaya. This is what she says. Kia ora, just wondering if you guys are able to do a whakamarama on the correct use of the kupu. She's got two examples here. I want to afi ki te whakatikatika e ngare kare au i te mōhio me pēhea te whakamarama i te reringa tika. Mm. My colleague in a reo Māori ECE 
always says things like Kete Hareo Mo Te Farepaku hmm. instead of Kite. Kapai. Should we start with that? Yeah. Te koe Kaya. <laughs> I'm having a little chuckle because I can imagine you saying to your Huamahi. Now, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> You do hear the use of more, particularly with people that are learning te reo, using more for four. Yeah. So this one is interesting because I would think that if they were going to the wharepaku, they would say, kei te hareo mo te mimi. Right. I'm going for a mimi. Because you're not going for a small room. Yeah. Maybe that's what you've heard. I'm not sure. But yeah, kei te hareo mo te mimi. Now, with that sentence, we're following our English-speaking brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sentence there, I'm going for a mimi. But when we use the kupu ki, it's a particle. So we can use it when we're going towards something. E haere anau ki te wharepaku. I'm going to the wharepaku. Yeah. You can use it to show where uh, an event is going to happen. So ka tu te kaupapa ki reira. Mm -hmm. Or it's used with a verb. Right. So it connects the verb to an object. The kite does. Yeah. Yeah. So I am going to have a mimi, but in this case, I'm going for a mimi, you would, you would still say, e hare ki te mimi. Yeah. Right. Because I'm going for a mimi means I'm going to have a mimi. Yeah. Right. So if I'm going for a kai, I'm going for a kai. Yeah, I'm going for a fee. E hare ki te kai. I'm going to eat. I'm going for a swim. Yep. On that kupu mō, is that a kupu mino? Kao. Oh, so it actually is a, an actual old kupu. Ana. It can mean for, and it has, a lot of the time it doesn't mean for, it can mean also because of. Oh, okay. Can you give me an example of using the kupu more properly? Okay. Okay. So water for you. This is water for you to drink. Hey, way mo. Ah, okay. Now I'm talking to one person. Yep. Hey, way mo koto. Yeah. It can also mean concerning or about. E korero ana ia mo tona tupuna. He's talking about his ancestor, about his tupuna. Okay. Yeah. So in neither of these contexts did the word mean for. Mm. Okay. Mm, yep. I've just had a penny drop in my head. Kapai? <laughs> yeah. Kapai. Yeah. Kwahi nā tore. Kwa taka te kapa. <laughs> Kwahi nā tore. Yeah. Another one I'm hearing in our workplace is the use of kimi. I'm hearing ikimi kwe ito mea instead of ikitea e kwe te mea. Oh, this is a nice one. So, kimi is the verb to seek, to search, to look for, to hunt for. Ne kwera te kimi. Sort of like rapu. Oh, yeah. Whereas kite to be seen also means to be found. Oh. Kapai erua erua. Ikitia ekwe te. So, was the thing seen mm. by you or have you seen? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. It's not that Kimi is really, really totally incorrect, but in this context, you know, a speaker would use kitea. Yeah. 
I'm going to put that one in my brain because I this is one that comes up when I'm trying to ask my baby things when we're out on our walks and bike rides. I'm like, you know, we might be walking along the river and I might be trying to say, did you see that bird? And then I, yeah. you don't even want to know what I say. <laughs> but yeah. is way better. Kia ora. And that is um, following the rerehangu structure. Mm. Am I right? Yep. So you could say like, kimi hia tō taonga. Look for, search for. And then I would say, you know, ikitea. Did you see it? Did you find it? Cool. Has it been found? So what's wrong with the sentence example she's got there, ikimi koe ito? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not absolutely incorrect. Yeah, okay. But in a whakaro Māori sense of speaking, like if I was to say to you, did you find that I wouldn't say, oh, ikimihia e koe? I would say, ikite e koe? All right. Ikimihia e koe, did you look for it? Yeah. That's more, did you look for it? Say, did you look for it? Ikimihia e koe? Oh, okay, yeah. So if I was to put it into a sentence with both kite and kimi, ikite e koe te mea ikimihia e koe. Did you see the thing? Did you find the thing you were looking for? Oh, okay. That's a good way, I think, of putting it in that sentence. Did you see the thing? Did you find the thing you were searching for? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, tēnā koe, tēnā pātai. So this one, I got this message on the Instagram. Uh, it's actually from Aaron Sinclair. Kia ora, Aaron Sinclair. We might be whanaunga, I don't know. Tēnākoe, Aaron. He wanted to hear us talk a bit about how this virus is impacting whanaungatanga amongst hapu iwi and whānau. I'm in Te Tai Tokero and the amount of anger to whānau coming up from Auckland for Christmas is not good. This begs the question... Do urban Māori not have an equal status in terms of tūranga waiwai? Mm. The division amongst whānau is real, which reminds me of the whakatauki, he mate nā te whakawehe, he ora anō nā te whakapiri. Mm. O tēnā koe tēnei pātai, or it's not really a pātai, I think it's a, a moot point or a wānanga topic. Um, and it is, it's something that all, not only Māori are, are speaking about and, you know, but everybody. Mm. And even, you know, uh, e hoa, I'm, I'm not sure if you've listened to the episode on urban Māori, yeah. the perception, I guess, of urban Māori. And what is the urban Māori? Urban Māori episode is number 182. I'm an urban Māori. I'm an urban Māori. Yeah, even if you're living in a little town, you're still an urban Māori. If you're not living on your whenua, a papa whenua, I believe you're urban Māori. But I think how we've used urban Māori in the past is, is somebody that has lost their connection to who they are. Oh, yeah, true. Or haven't been, you know, they know who they are, but they haven't been home. So there's so many layers to this. I'm just really careful when I'm using the expression urban Māori because there's a lot of Māori that live in towns that have, a strong connection to their hapu, whānau and pā. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's anywhere in this time now. So now I'm bringing it to the context of this kaupapa or take kōrero. So we're navigating this space and we're trying to negotiate with ourselves, I guess, how we manage 
our whanaungatanga, manakitanga, and all of those tikanga that make us who we are, that are, that are a part of who we are as Māori mm. and looking after one another. Now, we've, we've, we've spoken at length on manakitanga in various episodes and it being um, a practice that's reciprocated. So, for instance, when manihiri come to our pā, we manaki them in providing kai, being hosts, you know, making sure their beds are ready and all of that. And their reciprocation of the manakitanga is through their following of the tikanga that is set on the marae or the kawa, kapai, and also being mindful. So there's lots of examples there. Now, for me anyway, and there will be different for karo, I think it works both ways also in this current environment of kofeori te kaumaiwa, COVID. Mm. Every iwi and hapu I can see are dealing with it in their own way and trying to keep iwi and hapu safe. But I'm feeling koutou e teiwi e noho mai nā i tāmaki koutou I feel for you because I've seen posts of some real mean kōrero coming out from some people like... Some keno stuff on the old Facebook. Yeah, not only iwi leaders, I'm saying iwi. Iwi, hapu, whānau and pā marae need to get together and put together some tikanga ki te āwhina i te hunga e pirangiana ki te hoki ki te kainga because what can we do to help those living in Tāmaki Makaurau to come home because they've been away from their pā, their whenua for a while in lockdown in te noho motu and their mauri, their wairua mm. needs a recharge. So yeah, they need to replenish themselves. Yeah, I think just saying staying in Auckland doesn't solve it. You know, we had a tangihanga in our whānau uh, last week. An uncle of mine passed away in Whangarei, but they had the tangi here in Kihikihi. And all of, a lot of whānau came from Tāmaki Makaurau. Ne? Now, I was confident, this is me, I was confident and I and faithful too probably as part of it that they had gone through all the measures to make sure that they were safe to attend the tangihanga, of which I was reassured by one of my uncles during the tangihanga. And I'll tell you what, um, Tuahine, you could see the difference between us who live here in Taumutukihiki at the tangi and the whānau from Tāmaki. They were way more careful than us. Really? We were very, very blasé. Yeah. You know, afi afi, hongi, kihi. You can't, you know, you can say, oh, you can't help it. But no, our whānau from Tāmaki, they were very staunch and sticking to the guidelines. And then one of my uncles shared with me, because I said, oh, has such and such been? Has such and such, such and such isn't here? And they live local and they're close whānau. And he said, oh, they got a kōrero that they were actually in fear of coming to the tangi in case they catch COVID. Oh, right. So the home, some of the home people mm-hmm. were avoiding them. Yes, and yet it was us, the home people, what I saw were a bit more casual, but the tamaki whānau were very, very careful. Yeah. So with this pātai, I think it's something that, you know, we, we can have a wānanga about and open up some discussions, but where we can land on an answer that's going to fit with everybody yeah, kare e tatsu i tēnei wā. Hea o whakaaro tuahine, like, 
you know, about um, your uh, Apanui Pride Lands and knowing that Apanui is one of the most highly vaccinated iwi, according to statistics. Yes, we were well vaccinated way before the government call out. They mm. went around and had vaccination spots at each marae. Because, yeah, we've got a large number of pakeke that live back there and, you know, immuno-compromised people. So, and we're fortunate to have Dr. Rachel, who is very open with the whole iwi and um, drives a lot of those health things, which is great. But, yeah, so uh, I live in Hamilton and... This New Year's, actually, my my whole whānau, my wider whānau, we're actually due for our whānau reunion this year. But because of this COVID stuff, heaps of our whānau live back in Australia. And so we're basically not having one um, just because it, it, it'll be unfair to have one when they can't attend. But yeah, I personally hope that I can still go back to the coast. Mm. I know there's a lot of kōrero on there online of um, people back home just asking people to not come back if they don't have to because, yeah, yeah we're it's a small rohe. We only have one doctor, one clinic, and they're overrun already. Yeah. They can't really take on any more stress. So, I mean, we've got to really have a hui within ourselves, like I'm talking about us that don't live back there, to navigate on how... If we were to go back, can we make sure that we don't put anybody at risk? Mm. I want to go back to Aaron's kōrero. We asked the question, do urban Māori, or should we say people not living back at home, not have an equal status in terms of tūranga waiwai? What status? Status to make decisions or status to belong? What does that part mean in that kōrero? So, of course, the people that are at the pa all the time and are the kanohi kitea and keep the fires stoked in that, yeah, they're going to have more status in the decisions around uh, the pa. So, yeah, that's some status there. But in terms of your status of belonging to a place, somebody that's at a hui all the time, so if she's the same whakapapa as me, we belong just the same. Mm. No, tika. Tika to kōrero. Good wānanga. Yeah. You know, in a, in a nahi kaputa te, you know, the traffic light ahara mm. has come out and there's just so much, the discussion really, debate, whatever, what you whatever you want to call it on, on Facebook and everywhere has been, you know, hasn't ceased really since covid Read its head in Aotearoa, but particularly this week is with the traffic light system in regards to marae and the unvaxxed and the vaxxed. Mm. Yeah. You know, our, our hapu and pa or marae leadership are in a difficult space, and I acknowledge that because we have to deal with these ture that the government is putting down. There's divide in our people, I can see it. Yeah. On lots of levels. And this is another one now to be chucked. Now, I get the whole that Marae operate with Ture anyway. Mm-hmm. Ture Pākehā. Hey, you gotta you got to abide to health guidelines, you know, uh, food safety, you know. Yeah. If you've got toilets on the Marae, you know, there's all sorts of rules and regulations. 
But I acknowledge, uh, you know, a few of my mates have been posting Wata, who we had speaking about Ngāti Pikiao, and others about how this one is really focused in now on our marae and hapu and there's going to be some division that everybody is going to be navigating as to how many people you can have on the pie at one time who are vaxxed and unvaxxed. Oh, right. It sucks. Okay, okay, hang on. Does this make sense? E hara ngā ture i te ture kuri. Ai. E pai tēnā. E hara ngā ture i te ture kuri. They're not just pointless rules. Mm. They're there for a reason. Anna. To try and keep everyone safe. Yeah. The tangi I went to is operating at level two. You know, so there's only 100 people on the marae. Now, as part of this traffic light system, you can have 100 people of vaxxed people. Mm-hmm. You can have 100 people of unvaxxed people. Now, how do you manage that? Yeah. We've done our best in making this fit into our tikanga. This is just another one that's going to cause headaches for us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of lot there for you to wana with your with your whanau, your hapu to take to the pa mm. and have a kōrero. Hoia no kote menui e tewi is that we all we all respect each other. Yeah. And don't get nasty. Koe riri kuri noi ho. Yeah. Let's not add fuel and be mean to one another. Mm-hmm. Okay, na Jesse Porter te nei. Kia ora, he tawira o te wānanga o Aotearoa ahau. He pai te ki o Once Upon a Timer mo ngake me fa taita. So if you didn't know e te iwi, we recently featured that story. Kei te wāroa he pā taitāku, kei etahi momo o tēnei pūrākau i te reo Pākeha kua whakarongoa e au. He tāne a fa taitai. He wahine a te momo o tēnei pūrākau i te reo Māori kua whakarongoa e au ko ia te kupu ki te tāne ki te wahine hoki. Karekau te kōrero ki a te keo he tāne he wahine rānei. Wa tēnā koe tō pātai, taku mahara i roto i te, uh, ki te kōrero rā. Uh, kāore i āta whakahuatia mehe mea he ira tāne tētahi. Mm. Uh, he ira wahine tētehi ki taku, ki taku mahara Kaore tērā i roto i te kōrero Ka mutu uh, Ahau nei kāreau e mōhiwana Ko tēwhia te ira wahine Ko tēwhia te ira tāne Ki taku whakaaro he tupua e nei uh, Kei roto i ngā tupua uh, Tipua rā nei uh, Ngā uh, te atuatanga e nohoana Mm. Kamutu uh, ko tētahi kei aia pea etahi uh, āhuatanga kahake no te ira uh, no te ira ufa ko tētahi no te ira tāne no rera tērā tērā kareu te mōhio ko tēwhia he tāne ko tēwhia he wahine tūrua ko taku whakaro he tāne tētahi he wahine tētahi Ai, kare tērā i roto i te kōrero, ka mutu e hara tērā i te take o te kōrero, o te kōrero tuku iho nei. Mm. Mm. So let me just see if I've heard that right. So you're basically saying they are spiritual beings, they have qualities of an atua, and they don't need to be made gender specific? 
Yeah. Have I missed anything there? Oh, paito, paito, wete wete, aku korero, uh, Yeah, what I was saying was that, um, well, firstly, in the korero, we don't actually say if one has a female element oh, yeah. or yep. a male element. And I'm using that word element uh, because I'm weary to say a tanifa is a male or a female. And it opens up another wānanga mm. about these magnificent uh, supernatural beings. Uh, I mean, I've never actually thought of our tanifa. I'm talking about one of our tanifa now, our of peketahi. The kōrero that's been told to me in the stories about Peketahi is I would think he has a male element, but to say that he is a tāne e heana because it's a different whakapapa of being. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so. I'm putting it out there that um, the tēnā koe maui pātai, tēnei pātai is you sort of get where the thinking's coming from. Yeah. Um, in regards to Jinta within our supernatural beings and even the Natsua. And this is a discussion that will be had because we're going to have a wānanga about this. Yeah. Because there's a kōrero, oh, you know, we're, no, no Atua was female or male. Uh, koe rate tai kōrero, I saw someone say that somewhere. Actually, they wrote it. And I thought, well, no, tāne was Atua and te tiro ki tana ingoa, ko tāne. Yeah. And then we've got all the hines. Yeah, and then you've got all the hine, but because they're atua, they're actually not females. They have a female element. Right. Yeah, so they've got the female element and they've got a male element. Mm-hmm. And uh, might be something, actually, it will be something I'll ever call it all with, um, with Ben. I'm just, very, I'm just very mindful of getting into gender discussions about... Uh, our tupua. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ka mātua i tēnā, I think. <laughs> ka mātua i tēnā. Ka mātua i tēnā. Kare pai ki a tōia kuritia te kōrero. Nōrera, kia huri ki tā tātou waiata, anā ko ngā reo rōreka enei o... Ngā Tuari Brothers. The Tuari Brothers. Yep. Anei te waiata, ko te pū. Whakarongo mai.
into a uni, take it into a tear, take it tear on the week. Katiri tiri a bumbumba, kite mata o te whenua, mata, mata, a kote hiringa o te mahara. This is a song that they've breathed life into. No, it's already full of, it's already had life, this waiata, but given it a new breath. Yeah. I guess for today, because it's a waiata that is sung profusely in Atarangi, uh, to my knowledge, composed by the late uh, Te Rurehe Rangihau, boy oh, cool. Rangihau. Yeah. Also composed Kotahi Kapuai Te Rangi. Ah. Yeah. Kotahi Kapuai Te Rangi. So it's nice to hear some of those waiata um, being remixed, remade, refurbished. And you know, it actually takes a skill to do that, to take a classic and do it well. Ana. They've done it well. Tika. Same with motetea. Mm-hmm. To take an old motetea and do it today and do it well. Yeah. no contemporary songs. So tēnā and Erica, I just remember you, you asked about if it was a karakia. Yeah. And I said, no, it's not. But you will find elements or kupu uh, because that's the whakapapai. This is the whakapapa of our origins. Mm-hmm. Um, you will find those kupu in karakia Māori. Oh, okay. Kapai. Yeah. Ana. Yeah. So, koe rau te waiata. And tēnā no koutou uh, i tuku mai ai a koutou pātai ki a māwako Erika. Mm-hmm. Tēnā koutou. Aye, tēnā koutou. I'm thinking, Erika, our next one, because we've got a few quick fire pātai. Yeah, maybe we should do like a quick fire round, quick fire pātai. Yeah, I'd like to do some of those quick fire ones that we can just answer like that. Yeah. We can do that in our next episode of Pata Patai. But keep those pātai coming e te iwi, tēnā koutou. Oe no, i runga i tērā e mihi ake ana. Hey, Kona Maira. Hey, Kona. Taringa, 
he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. A, nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai.